Hey, it's Errol, and this is a defrag, where we break it down. You ask the questions, you present the situation, and then you break it down, asking simple, honest-to-God, one-on-one questions to yourself. We always ask other people about, well, what do you think if I do this? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Well, this is really a conversation with yourself, and that's what defragging is. And I think this is going to be the first time that I'm actually pulling from my pages of a defrag journal that I keep every day. I've been doing it since November of 2017. I was asked yesterday about why I'm so positive around people, and my answer was very simple and to the point. Know the definition of serving. You've got to live it. Keep it activated. Not when you're in the mood for it, but when you feel like that your life sucks so bad that a job as a table cleaner seems a lot greater than what you're presently doing. See, I've been with Mike Rowe before four different times, and that man knows dirty jobs. So you've got to know in your heart that your next money maker could actually be shoveling out a barn. Learn to respect the position. And the interviewer looked at me with, with kind of a serious tone, and he says, you just want to shout that out, don't you? And I said... Right. But in all honesty, that would make me look very selfish. I would love to walk away from where I presently am, but my passion to be with people won't let me do that. So I told him, I said, this is my calling. And then he wrapped things up by asking a simple question. And that was in this place of business where you are, what is your superhero power? And, and I thought for a moment, because th- this is how, and th- this might be the martial artist in me. And then we're going to talk more about this when, when I go on the transition walk, because that's what we do on the defrag. But, but the superhero power inside my present place, my essential job, I said that it's because I really want to believe that I am a huge loser in life. And that makes me amazingly real to everybody who stops in to visit. See, and what I mean by the martial artist on that is that in martial arts, it didn't matter if I was a third degree black belt. When I was the instructor of that class that was filled with white belts and yellow belts, I was a white belt. I was a yellow belt. I was not the third Don. You have to go to that level. And I think that in itself right there is why I do what I do because I'm one of you. I'd like to break down what was just written at the end of that, because for some reason, when we're breaking things down, we realize how much we cut down our personal lives. And when you cut down yourself, you're cutting down those around you as well. And that's something that we can defrag today, learning how to cut up, have a great time with the self that you are without coming across fake. But, uh, you know, uh, Bill was asking a very big question, and that was, why are you so positive at work? And I told him that it was my calling that I really do enjoy serving people. That that has always been what I enjoy doing. And so, and one of the things that I did in my defrag journals was I talk about how I don't have a job. I have a choice. It is my choice to go to work. And so the way that I broke that down was it's like, okay, I know you're not in the mood to go to work today, but dude, you have to, because why would you make the choice to do something that's going to injure another person, a coworker's day? Because when you don't show up, then somebody's work is going to be doubled up. So I started changing my mindsets in the way of saying, I don't have a job. I have a choice. And so in in making that choice and reminding myself about 500 times a day that you're here because you made a choice, you made a commitment, then therefore that takes the stress and the anxiety away from my heart and soul. And I'm able to really dive deep into the process of what it is that we're doing at the essential job. But when I end the statement like I did last night in my defrag journaling, where I said that, you know, I basically, I'm a big loser and, and I want people to identify me as that, that's cutting down my 
myself, which in return cut down the person that's going to listen and or read what it is that I put on paper. So how do we get over this nasty habit? Because it is a nasty habit. And and, and the thing is, is that we, we give ourselves this habit at a very early stage in our lives, back before we even became first graders. We're sitting there going, well, I didn't get it because I, I must be ugly. Oh, I, 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 I'm not going to be able to do that. And the reason why is because my mom and dad won't pay for, for, for lessons for me to do that. I'll never forget when I was a kid, I was, I was in the AJBC, which is the American Junior Bowling Congress. And we, we got into bowling when I was in the second grade. And uh, sure, I sucked. I sucked really bad. But the, the way that I got to win tournaments was because of the positive attitude, knowing that, you know what, I'm not going to go in there thinking that I suck. I, I accept that already. I suck. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in there and I'm going to reach forward. When I throw that ball toward those pins, it's not going to be, well, there goes my suck hood. What it's going to be is here comes my victory. Becoming well aware of the words that we use. Um, I'm, I'm currently in another one of those vocal battles with my sister where she was being negative and I thought that I would use positive to help get her out of that situation. Well, there are many people that don't want positive people around them. I remember an operations manager coming up to me at the radio station and saying, I don't need any of your upbeat, positive attitude today. He says, I just don't want you anywhere near me. And and it's like, wow, that, that's kind of hard to digest. But at the same time, when I'm in a low state of mind, what, what do I want around me? Do I go searching for positive things? No, I actually go and I look for comedians. I go and I look for people that, that share stories because within their darkness, there's going to be a high, which in reality, wasn't that just a knock? Seriously, I, I go to a comedian or I go to storytellers so I can get my high. And it's like, oh, so you, you think I'm always talking bad, that it's always about the dark? Not all comedians will tell you that it comes from a dark place. There's only a few that'll step forward and say, yeah, it really does. And even storytellers. I mean, I remember sitting there listening to an interview with Dolly Parton where she was talking about, you know, that's what country music is. Country music is basically telling the stories of what's going on. It doesn't have to be always about the good news. You can always talk about the bad news, too. And that seems to be what everybody sings along with. If I didn't keep a defrag handwritten journal, would I catch these verbal mistakes? And the answer to that is no, because I do say things in a stream thinking way where I just allow words to come out and then people go, what did you just say? And then I go, ah, I don't know. And so, but when I'm writing it inside the defrag journal, I can go back a day. I can go back several years and sit there and go, dude, we need to correct this situation because the way you feel and the way you're treating yourself is pretty sad right now. And if you're treating yourself this way, then how are you treating other people? The big defrag question on this particular episode is going to be, how do you see yourself in the mirror? What do you see in the mirror? And if the mirrored image could say something back to you, would it be what you've been giving it? I'm Arrow, and that's defrag.